is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah! This, this, this is Talkin' Cowboys. Streaming live from the Dallas Cowboys World Headquarters at the Star in Frisco. First down. Hand off, Elliott plowing to the goal line. Barry sacked by Lord. Prescott keeps it, and he bangs it into the touchdown. Here are Mickey Spagnola, Brian Broaddus, Rob Phillips and Bill Jones. It is a rainy Thursday at the Star in Frisco, but there's a light shining in the distance. It's a playoff light on Saturday night. It's going to be a whiteout at AT&T Stadium. And this is Talking Cowboys as we are now approaching the 48-hour mark on playoff time at the stadium. Bill Jones, Brian Broaddus, who has a bright yellow shirt on today, Rob Phillips, and making his late arrival right now, Mickey Spagnolo. Welcome to Talking Cowboys. It's an on-time arrival, just like American Airlines. Hmm. <laughs> well, we already started the show, technically. Yeah. I thought I was working with John Facinda there for a moment. Did you notice that with with Bill? Bill was using the John Facinda yeah, the yes. podcast voice. Hey, yes. Yes. That's it was right. a cold, dark day at Lambeau Field. <laughs> Johnny Unitas walking to the line of scrimmage. You know. It's John a cold, Facinda. wet day at yeah. the it is. center. Yeah, it we is. started that. I actually we started parked, that. I actually broke down and parked in the parking garage today. Yeah. You should never do that. <laughs> you should never not we're not, do that. We're not supposed to do that. It, yeah. But I, you know what? I just I wor- actually worked out this morning, mm-hmm. so I'm wearing shorts. And walk. I'm not, <laughs> didn't want to walk. I'm he not walking in, in the rain in 35-degree weather inside yeah. the building, so I parked inside today. All right, it's time to talk some Cowboys and some Seahawks. I know y'all did a great job with it yesterday, yeah. getting everybody ready for this matchup, the rematch of the game in September that doesn't really look like a rematch because no. things have changed since then. You remember the the play I was watching this? You remember last night? You remember the play out of bounds to Ezekiel Elliott that got called back? Yeah, I was going to write about that today. How? The one where he went, he, or Dak rolled to his right, and Zeke kind of kept drifting, 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 and then went out of bounds, and it was a touchdown that got called back. You remember? I didn't. Sure, I, I he, didn't, that I didn't was remember that play. It was a thirty-one yard touchdown. Oh yeah, called yeah. back. Uh, he had another fumble that they lost, and I think the game was out of reach. Kind of at that point, it was about twenty-four to six. Sure. Uh, I think Dak was picked off when a ball bounced off Michael Gallup's and hands. Slant. Yeah, and one off of Blake Jarwin. Jarwin. Yeah. Yeah, really right. wasn't a great yeah, ball for him contested, to catch in the game. Play, yeah. yeah, and the game was out of reach. But uh, they had their chances in that game. They yeah. just, you know, it, it, as much as their offense was struggling at that point, I think they could look back and, and you know, the touchdown they gave up to Lockett. I think their coverage was okay yeah. in that situation. So, you know, there's some correctable stuff from week three i'm looking back at my play-by-play on it Kayvon frazier late on the tyler lockett yeah it was, yeah it was a busted coverage busted yeah. coverage yeah. they had two busted coverages yeah give up two big plays but I, was, I i just i forgot about the the zeke play that went out of bounds should have been a touchdown that was mm-hmm. the one where i was like going oh what oh that's right that's right that happened yeah you know but anyway i mean yeah you're right rob i think they had some opportunities they had a good you know who played really well in that game sean lee Going back and watching that game, mm. maybe maybe this is one of those things where they you know they can't get to linebackers, you know guards and centers can't get to linebackers, and we see Van Der Esch and and Smith and Lee and those guys 
running to the football, stopping the run game and stuff like that. Yeah. Well, that's kind of where I need to think this thing needs to go. I wonder if they're resting offensive linemen or those guys are really hurt. I think they're really hurt. Because Dwayne Brown and J.R. Sweezy haven't practiced yet this week. I don't think Sweezy's going to play. And Fluker's listed as uh, Yeah, I think they expect Fluker back. Yeah, but they've they've had to. In the the, uh, Arizona game, they had Iafetti, who started at right tackle in the game that these two teams met last time. He was the right tackle. He's playing right guard. And then then Ethan Posick. Did Posick practice yesterday? I know he didn't practice the day before. Posick, anybody got their? I didn't see their injury report from yesterday. Yeah, it did not come with our email that with the cowboy injury. Yeah, but yeah, it came later. I didn't see it. Uh Posick, Posick, Posick. If he practiced, then because I don't think he practiced the day before, he had like a foot or an ankle injury that he was dealing with. <clears throat> but he was the starter at left guard. They're trying to replace Sweezy, who's got a foot injury, I believe. Is yeah, he's, he's not he's not on their injury okay, report then, at all. Yeah, so the, keep, keep an eye on that. That could be – and I remember in the last time these two teams made uh, Justin Britt, the center didn't play. Right. Joey Hunt was the center from TCU. But Britt, Britt is – Britt's okay not, to yeah, play. He's, yeah, he's okay. okay. So yeah, there's, a, there's a little, little shaking up going on with their offensive line right now. And Chris Carson did have 100 yards rushing against the Cowboys the first time around. On a million carries. Yes, he did. 102, yep. was it? Yep, it yeah. was. I've got the exact number. The Cowboys did a great job in that game of going back and watching the, 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 the run fits. I was talking about the linebackers and how and Tyron Crawford had a really good game. Tyron Crawford playing defensive tackle. Uh, yep. Tyco Charlton was the starter at, at right defensive end this game. Uh, Crawford's going to be back practice. I'm sure Mickey's going to tell us in the – Injury report, all those guys were limited yesterday. But I, I feel like that these guys are going to line up and play. The the Martins, the Smiths, the Crawfords, all those guys. Carson was 32 for 102. Yeah. Yeah. Questions to Rod Marinelli yesterday were about how do you slow him down this time. And they did a pretty good job they on did. it. I, I think yeah, his yeah. longest rush was for 13 yards. Yeah. And I think they've only given up. They've had one 100-yard, two 100-yard rushers against them this season. I think they had to run 39 times to gain 113 yards yeah. as a team. Too. But as you said yesterday, Mick, they, they kind of did what they wanted to do. They were persistent with it. Yeah. And it kept the Cowboys off the field. Yeah. The offense off the and field. then they hit the two big plays. Big plays. Yep. Ball game. Yep. And they got the two turnovers, you know, or the, the two pa- they got two pass interceptions and a fumble recovery, and they won that battle as well. So, yeah, it was. A, it was and that's a, been their recipe for success all season, really. A lot of time, yeah, they, they have. Very, we've talked about it yesterday. These are two very evenly matched teams, and it could very well come down to how well your quarterback plays against. I worry about what I worry about with their quarterback is you capture him in the pocket, and then you go over the top of him, and now he's running. You know, where you, you, you they, they had some of those. I, uh, that's, this was a game also, too. Remember early in the game, they had the terrible roughing the passer penalty against Tyron Crawford. That's for, right. for hitting, for hitting, uh, yeah. But but they were able to get pressure. You know, they were able to get pressure. The the Seahawks were struggling with their protection at the time, and they got some good hits on on uh, Russell Wilson. But I just worry about that. Oh, Randy uh, Randy Gregory, he's he's free. He's over the and he goes over the top. You know, Wilson ducks and now he's running around and all that. You know, that loose play. Mm-hmm. That's the kind of stuff that you get. You know, most quarterbacks like Eli Manning, you get him in that situation, he just crumples to the ground. This guy kind of ducks and dodges and, you know, bails out. And, you know, those are the kinds of things you worry about playing this cat. You know, the weird thing with uh, Russell Wilson, he's only completed 280 passes. Yeah. 
running the ball a lot better. But, but he's thrown 35 touchdown passes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's second in the league at 8.2 uh, percent yeah. touchdown passes to completions or right. attempts. I don't know how they, which one it is, but that's amazing. So it's a lot of big plays. Obviously, Huge it's plays. not like yeah. they're. I mean. He, he's thrown for 34-48. Dak's thrown for 38-85. Dak's completed 356 to his 280. But his quarterback rating right now is third in the league at 110.9. He's only got seven interceptions against yeah. those 35 touchdowns. And this, the Seahawks have only fumble, only lost four fumbles this year. So just 11 giveaways on the entire season. So yeah. pretty efficient. Mm-hmm. They're plus 15 on turnover. They lead the league in rushing, too, if I'm not mistaken. Right. They have the most yards, yeah. Yeah. So that's kind of their recipe right now. That's what they, they, the biggest problems that they had the first two weeks of the season is they couldn't protect and they couldn't run. And now they seem like that they've kind of righted the ship. They're, they're like the Cowboys. They were at four and five one time, Cowboys at three and five, and, you know, found their way along the, you know, started the last three weeks. Carson is, I said this yesterday, he's got 119 yards rushing last three weeks you know that's 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 the recipe run the football play action get the quarterback on the move let him make easy throws when he can make them it's now, kind of funny they've chunk they, throws too they've they've basically <clears throat> excuse me rushed for 500 more yards than the cowboys and the cowboys have thrown the ball 500 more yards than they have yeah so yeah. there's ways to win games it's not about slinging it around and, right you know scoring 40 points a game or having uh, you know, 40 completions or whatever. But if you play efficient football, and that's what you need to do in the playoffs to be able to win. They have gone back to what uh, was their recipe for success when they were going to Super Bowls. The last couple of years, they ranked around 20th in the league in rushing yards. Right. And now they're up to the top again, and they had a four-year period there. And two of those years, they went to Super Bowls with Marshawn Lynch, and they were, would be in the top three in the league in rushing all those years. Right. And Pete Carroll and and Pete Carroll made no bones about it coming into this season. I heard several interviews with him where he's like, "We're going to run the football. We well, are going to run the football." If you look at Daryl Bevel was the, the OC uh, OC before, and they got away from what you know what was great for them, and then you you get Brian Schottenheimer. Well, the name Schottenheimer will tell you, and you know his DNA is his father's DNA was run the football power running power running play physical be that type of a team and I think that's why Pete Carroll it it took it took uh Russell Wilson in this offense some time before they really got used to Brian Schottenheimer and the way he was calling games but they're they're on track right now uh I thought Kansas City I mean they scored a lot of points against Kansas City but I thought Kansas City watching the game did some pretty good things against Russell uh, keeping him in the pocket on some of those throws. I broke down one of the plays for DallasCowboys.com on how you play him. You, know, you keep the the rush wide but affect the middle of the pocket, get his eye level down. You could see him kind of looking at the rush a little bit. You know, when he's not, when he's looking at the rush, he's not looking at those guys running open downfield. I think that's what the, the key for the Cowboys is, to try and find a way to affect him in the pocket when he does throw the football and getting his eye level down, make him have to deal with that and so he can't see – uh, Baldwin and Lockett and Moore and those guys running down the field. Kind of like Breeze. Kind of like when you face Breeze. Yeah, a shorter exactly. quarterback. Keep exactly. him in the well. Yeah. Um, and to your point about the rushing attack for Seattle, Styles make fights. I mean, the Cowboys have been, I think, fifth in the league in rushing defense yeah. all season long in the top five. And as, as Marinelli said yesterday, you know, they stubbed their toe 
against Indianapolis. Yeah, physically beat up. up yeah, front. yeah. Just, just couldn't control. You know, front seven yeah. got controlled. And uh, other than that, they've been solid. And I think it, it speaks a lot to, you know, the overall team speed they have on defense. They've got a lot of guys that can flow to the ball quickly. And they're getting production out of their tackles, too, that are helping the linebackers make plays. We talked about Antoine Woods this season a lot. Uh, Crawford when he's been in there. Malik Collins when he's been healthy. Uh, it's been yeah. a team effort, and it's going to be a challenge this week. Malik Collins didn't play the last time these two teams met. That's right. You know that that's going to be a big factor there because he is a big body guy that they're going to have to deal with, and they're kind of a catch and steer and push team. They're not really going to come off and blow. You know, Indianapolis will come off the ball and get into you and climb you and and move you around. This bunch is a little bit more of a catch steer and then let the backs make the cuts off off those blocks. You know, I'm. I remember doing this when it, when the Cowboys played the Seahawks in September, just comparing Russell Wilson and Dak Prescott. I mean, Russell Wilson is what the Cowboys are hoping Dak Prescott becomes, right? Sure. Because I mean, would, would if be. you look at early in his career, he was okay, but they were winning because they played so so well defensively, right. and they ran the football. And, and now, like, what is he in his seventh year? About five years in, six years in, suddenly he's become a lot more efficient uh, throwing the ball, uh, and, and he can still beat you running the ball. So, yeah, uh, yeah I think you're exactly right. It's, it's, uh, someone tell me he's run less than Dak? He has 67 carries this year. Dak has 75. It's pretty close. Yeah. And how many yards does Dak have? Do you have it in front of you? Yeah, he's rushed for 305. And he's like 320 or something like that. He's rushed for 376. Okay. Six touchdowns from Dak. But how about this? He's been sacked 51 times. Exactly. Oh, no, that's, that's, that's the problem, too. They, they, that's what I'm saying. You're looking at mirror teams because they both have issues. They both have issues. I mean, he got sacked six times against Arizona. Top three teams that have been sacked this season all are in the playoffs all in the playoffs houston yeah. is one of them houston yeah, is 62 sacks Houston's leading the league yeah, yeah. deshaun watson yeah. and then you got dak prescott 54 is that what 56 56 i want to say and then russell wilson's at 51 yeah that's <laughs> so, unusual so that's but here's unusual. the deal with those guys is they're extended what are plays. they exactly yeah they're guys that want to extend plays and they're so confident that they can get out of trouble that sometimes they can't and 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 so instead of throwing the ball away they're they're going to try to use their athletic ability to keep the play alive and it catches up with them or the flip, you know or the flip side mick is what you get on the beasley play 32 yards yes for a touchdown exactly against the giants that's that's the that's the highs and the lows of of having a quarterback who i mean it's an advantage at the end of the day, to have a quarterback with that type of mobility. Or maybe with that, you just should be in fourth down mode all the time. It's like, well, I can't take a sack here. I might as well just throw it up and see what happens. You know, the other thing they're similar is uh, Dak's been intercepted eight times. He's been intercepted seven times. Yeah, well, that's... And think about, I bet at least three or four of Dak's interceptions have been dropped passes into interceptions. Oh, he had a, he had a pick six going against him the other day. <laughs> he got a, going to the right church. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Norris Jenkins had that one right in the uh, right in the Oh, hands. no doubt. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. exactly right. Yeah, sometimes you have to be lucky that way. It helps. St. Patty's Day. It's yeah, St. Patty's Day. Like in hockey, sometimes you hit a post. Sometimes you, know? you hit the post. Hey, let me ask you this though: Is bigger bigger concern than the pass protection this week or the run defense? Um, I, pass protection because because we've seen it all year. We've seen it, and and look, I mean, what can Suofilo do today? 
Yeah, you know? that's going to be a key. That's a question mark. I yeah. mean, I you know, Garrett said yesterday he's got a couple days left to kind of get ready, and he's moving around better, but he hasn't practiced this week. And, and Connor Williams has looked better at guard when he's gone in there. Um, I think what you have to hope is he could at least dress and be the it, backup guy. Yeah, that's kind of what I was thinking. Because I'm okay with Connor Williams going in there. But he, yeah. he, if he can dress and be the backup guy. And now Redmond wasn't that bad. No. But you'd rather have the big body in yeah, there standing there. But to play Seattle, it might be better to have Connor Williams play. Because he can move. Because he can move. And where Seattle, and then this is just me watching them play. I was watching Kansas City. I love to watch Kansas City's offense because of their quarterback. But where Kansas City had success was pulling the center, pulling the guard, pulling the tackle, and kind of getting them to go one direction and then take the ball back the other. You know, counters and boots and things like that. They had some really good success running the ball that way. And maybe having Connor Williams in the game running on the edge or out in space might be better than having Suofilo in there, you know, who's going to be a little bit more of a boxy square guy. But they've won how many games? They won seven games with Suofilo playing? Yeah. Seven of eight, right? So, I mean. Run game in particular took off. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the protection, too, a little bit better, though, right? A yeah. little bit better? A little bit, yeah. yeah. It's been here and there at times. And some of it's been, you know, Tyron's been banged up. Zach's been banged up. Uh, both those guys back practicing this week, that's good. They'll yeah. be ready to go, I think. I'm glad this game's at home. Dealing with that crowd up there, you know, I mean, you could you just watching the game, you could tell what a struggle it is to communicate with the offensive line. Well, they need a little do do on that one and make those guys struggle. Yeah, exactly. That they exactly. can't get off on the snap. Exactly. Like, like it causes. Oh, you got some there. rushers. You know, you got rushers like they do. I mean, that's 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 a pretty even, that's a pretty even deal right there. They've you've you've got a dynamic rusher. They've got one too. You know. But, and maybe they're not going to be able to see the ball well when they throw it because there's going to be that big white background in the stands. <laughs> Do you think that's going to stimulate the crowd having more all white? Light? Yep. Watch out. <laughs> I don't know. Towels will be waving. Yeah. Just need to be loud. And that, it's a Saturday night. Yeah. Like those old reunion rowdies, man. This is not Baton Rouge. <laughs> it's not. It's not Baton Rouge. <laughs> if it was Baton Rouge, I'd be really happy about that. But no, the crowd. Could you imagine seeing 90,000 people jumping up and down in uh, the stands? No. Absolutely. I think I bet it's never happened. Oh, they all try to do the wave, but no. they won't jump up and down. The crowd the crowd has been better this year though. No, it has. It has been better. And and trust me, I can be critical. I'm from Dallas. We are front runners. You know? We need mm-hmm. to suck it up a little bit better and, and, and know what's going on with the situational football and you know, and be loud. I just told those guys on the fan when they were talking about the crowd, I said, you know, this, I, I can go take you back to the mid-80s yeah. at Texas Stadium, the late 80s, and people acted like, okay, entertain me, and if yeah. you entertain me, I'll sure. get excited. Sure. But I'm not going to oh, no. get excited before that. Oh, no, you're and right. And those noon games at Texas Stadium, I was like, these people just come from church? Yeah, you're mm-hmm. not wrong about that, Mickey. But you know what? The One of Amari's touchdowns, was it Philly? The overtime game at Philly, that's the loudest I've ever heard that building. That that place exploded. Well, that's what it needs. But that's yeah. what they Playoff need. Playoff football. You I mean, you know, this might well, be. It's, it's, it, Brian's right. I think it's been better. It's been louder. No, it's been better. But, you know, again, being from Dallas, we need to get off our you-know-what and, 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 get a, and get a little bit more involved. You need to bring in that, import that song from LSU, the jump-arounds. No, that's. 
The jump around song? Yeah. Well, everybody starts jumping that, around. That was Wisconsin, wasn't it? Wisconsin, Washington, the University of Washington does that Spite. too. Okay. So Washington plays tequila. Da, 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 there you da, go. Da, da, and then the fans get into that. That's by House of Pain, Jump Around. Jump Around? Early 90s. Thank you. Yeah. There you go. Well, you they say? need to jump around. Jump around. Did y'all take very many phone calls yesterday? No, we could use some, though. We'll take some phone calls today. Anybody remember the phone number to call? 888-855-2297. All right. Kent Garrison is here to take your phone calls when Talking Cowboys continues in a moment. Essilor has been helping Cowboys fans see better since 1972 so they don't miss a moment on the field. Get glasses with Essilor's best vision, clarity, and protection with the Essilor Ultimate Lens Package. Three innovative technologies in one lens. For a limited time, you can double your lenses for free when you purchase the Essilor Ultimate Lens Package and get a second pair of frames. Find a participating eye care professional and details by visiting EssilorUSA.com. That's EssilorUSA.com. Terms and conditions apply. Do you want the most interesting, up-to-the-minute Dallas Cowboys news straight from the star in Frisco? How about exclusive and on-command? That's right, news and nuggets you can't find anywhere else. With our exclusive Cowboys content on Alexa, you can have all the answers, secrets, stories, and more. What's Stephen Jones thinking during a game? What's Joe Looney's favorite pregame meal? We take your questions to Cowboys players and coaches, and you can hear the answers directly back to you. Just say Alexa. Open Dallas Cowboys. If you're like me and you love... I mean, if you have a... ...thing, then cutting the cord is scary. But then I found out I could switch to DirecTV now and still get the live sports I love. No satellite needed, no bulky hardware, no annual contract. Just... Get the live sports you love. Try DirecTV now for $10 a month for three months. Visit DirecTVNow.com. DirecTV Now. More for your thing. That's our thing. Use code REALDEAL. Limited time. Price for a little, little package. After three months, we use monthly at full price. Currently minimum $40 unless canceled. Prices may change. New subscribers only. Cancel any time. Content varies by package and may be limited. Restrictions apply. A man's Stetson doesn't just protect him from life's elements. It projects an unstoppable and legendary spirit, just like the men wearing silver and navy on the field every Sunday. Since 1865, Stetson hats are American-made with pride right here in Texas. They are still the official crown of all self-respecting cowboys. And Stetson is proud to be on the field with America's team. Find Stetson hats in the pro shop or at Stetson.com today. Dr. Pepper is the one you crave. But how do you explain that craving? Imagine being shipwrecked on a desert island, alone. Glass-like curls of surf pound the shore with Dr. Pepper-colored waves. Surrounded by desire, but you can't drink it because it's the ocean. Fish live in there. The only thing you want is Dr. Pepper, and you can't have it. Now that is a Dr. Pepper craving. Dr. Pepper, the one you crave. Back to Talkin' Cowboys. Tommy John time. It's playoff time, and crunch time is when you got to stay cool. Nobody's better at keeping you cool under pressure than Tommy John. Tommy John underwear has moisture-wicking antimicrobial fabrics to keep germs and perspiration at bay. That means no discomfort and no adjustment. That's what I'm talking about. Tommy John, no adjustment needed. Shop exclusive Cowboys underwear at TommyJohn.com forward slash Cowboys for 20% off your first order. You have your whiteout Tommy John's? They make those? <laughs> we can ask. Yeah. Maybe they hey, can deliver some of the next Remember days. the Tampa Bay game? Did I issue the challenge that everyone wears their Tommy, their I Cowboy did, I did. Tommy I John's? I did. That I wore day? mine. I did. I wore mine. Got to wear mine. Yep. Might have to do that again. We never got the picture taken. Well, that's okay, Bill. We all just kind of. <laughs> I think it was kinda... because you didn't have the hat. That's right. 
Yeah, yeah. that's what? right. Remember I said the Tommy Johns and the Stetson hats. Where everybody's in nothing but their Tommy Johns yes. and a hat. Yeah, <laughs> I pass on that. <laughs> I think the rest of the world. Right, we went so low up Twitter. So we are wearing our Tommy John, our cowboy Tommy Johns on Saturday. There we go. I'm in. Go. All right. I am totally and, in that. And uh, you're going to wear your white on Saturday, too, because yes. this is a whiteout game as the Cowboys take on the Seahawks in the wild card round of the playoffs. If you're coming to AT&T Stadium to cheer on the Cowboys Saturday night, be sure to wear white, whiteout AT&T Stadium, limited number of tickets available now, DallasCowboys.com. If I could say hello, too, I'm kind of following along the folks on Periscope. That's All kind of right. something I'm, I'm kind of getting into this periscope stuff and so submarine stuff, right? Submarine stuff. So I appreciate everybody out there. They're talking about Tommy John. They're talking about special teams. So appreciate everybody out there that uh, that uh, is following along with us today. It's big time. Appreciate All right, it. and following along with us today from Pasadena is Jim. You are first up on Talking Cowboys. Hello, Jim. Well, happy New Year, guys. How are you? Good. Great. Good. Hey, uh, I am concerned about the defense. I don't think we're tackling as well as we did since the Saints game, and I don't think we can afford to do that against this team. They have a powerful runner. They also have a second guy. It's a good scat back with Russell Wilson. He's hard to tackle. But the defense has to carry us through this game, and they've got to play better to do it, in my view. I think Crawford coming back with Malik Collins together is going to bring nice pressure up the middle and tape shows if you can flush Russell Wilson to his left he's not near as effective throwing the ball especially if the ball has been placed on the left hash uh, those are my thoughts thanks for taking my call I don't Bye. yeah I don't agree with him about the non-tackling stuff I mean it's bad in the Indianapolis game Marinelli mentioned that and he said he would have liked to seen better tackling last week against the Giants but other than yeah, that but, but he's the, been happy with it Yeah but the the back you know some backup guys playing in the game yeah. you know I mean, they held the guy to 41 yards other than the one – that one play that, yeah. You we could, watched it back yesterday. You, you could write, yeah. you could write a, a, a dissertation, a doctorate paper on what went wrong on that one play. But I think overall, no. I, I mean, I, I this defense, the one thing – where they've had some problems is guys like Awuzie hasn't tackled as well as he has. Which but is the, funny because he's he third pretty, on the team in Yeah, tackles. he's usually pretty good at tackling. If there's been some breakdowns and stuff like that, I've kind of felt like it's been him – but, you know, Xavier Woods, I don't know what Xavier Woods, I, I was very critical of Xavier Woods this year and his got to tackle better. Hell, he knocks people out, mm -hmm. you know. Good for him. I, I, you know, Van Der Esch, how many tackles has he had? Hundred and, he Close said since 200. the Saints game, right? Yeah. That's what he said. Do you get that feeling? I just don't want people to throw stuff out there and, and, and not get challenged on that a little bit. Uh, I, don't, I don't think it's been bad The Colts bad game was week. bad. Yeah, you got to – that one – Nothing went right for yeah, them. Yeah, it was bad. Colts game. Colts was game yeah. was really bad, and, I, and I'll, I'll I'll go with him on that one. Van Der Esch one seventy six. Yeah, and Chidabe Awuze's third at eighty four. Yeah, sixty six soloed. By the way, yeah. now a lot of that the corners are tackling guys that catch passes, but mm -hmm. he's had a couple run fits that he he hasn't really sure in there. But he you know, on the unlike on the Colts game, a lot of it on the Colts game, I credit the Colts offensive just line kicking to your ass. and, and yeah. where okay, yeah, it's a linebacker might miss a tackle, but yeah. that was because 
he was late getting there because he was tangling yeah. with an offensive yeah. lineman and yeah. he wasn't in real good position okay. to make the tackle. I'll say this. Jeff Heath has not tackled as well as I th- he has in the past. Even though he on the 69 or 68-yard run, he was the reason why the guy got to the ground. Mm-hmm. But but maybe, you know, bouncing off some guys and stuff. I just don't I, – I, I, maybe I'm – I don't know. I'm watching these games. I don't, I mean, I don't well, feel like that they've they're really been bad. Did you see Heath in the locker room after that game Sunday? No, I didn't. Without a shirt on? Was he bruised up bad? Oh, he looked like he had been in yeah. a knife fight. Yeah. There were Whoa. bruises all over his body. Yeah. I don't – Cut I mean, up, too? Oh, it's a yeah. knife looked fight. like he might have had – well, yeah. all right. I just – Bar I, fight? <laughs> yeah, he, got, he, he was in a heavyweight battle. <laughs> there, there you go. Bill's body right, punches. Though. You go back and you watch what um, – Colts running back. What was his name? Marlon Mack. Marlon Mack. Yeah. Linebackers just getting taken out of plays. And yeah. you go back and you watch the big Barkley run a week ago, it really was the same thing. Yeah. There really was Lee, a big lane created Smith. for him and then an angle from the safety where he had yeah. an open open space to yeah. run. It wasn't necessarily a tackling issue. Right. So, you know, it's it's just about your, your gaps, your run fits, and all that, like Mickey said. Oh, he might rank high on those uh, most missed tackles. Who, Mike? Mac. Oh, yeah. The, the, he's a tough guy. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. That's right, yeah. So the, make sure everybody's Zeke, staying up with the, the tackles avoided list yeah. uh, where Zeke uh, works twenty uh, ranks 29th yeah, and Todd Gurley I, 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 30th. Just, yeah. just give him credit. He played really well on that day. You know, it's fine. No, he did. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Yeah. He might rank, rank pretty high. Yeah. That's yeah. right. All right, uh, Dak Prescott versus Russell Wilson. I brought it up last segment about uh, the Cowboys would love for Dak to become Russell Wilson. And it was really Russell Wilson's fourth year in the league. What Dak will be going into next year is where he really stepped up as far as throwing the – maybe they trusted him more. Maybe they just – it was by necessity to make up the team, whatever it was. But that's where his numbers went up as far as touchdowns go. But get this, the comparison – First three years in the NFL, Dak Prescott versus Russell Wilson. Okay, we all know the one loss percentage is about the same. Of course, Dak, Dak ranks uh, second in the league uh, behind Tom Brady as far as, quarter, as wins by a quarterback the last three years at 32 and 16. But anyway, all right, you look at the numbers for Russell Wilson, his first three years in the league, both throwing the ball and running the ball, he had 11,827 yards. Okay. Dak Prescott, running the ball and throwing the ball, 11,820 yards. Yeah. Russell Wilson by seven yards. Russell Wilson had 9,950 passing, 1,877 rushing. Dak has 10,876 passing, 944 rushing. So he's got half the number of rushing yards as what Russell Wilson does. Now, touchdowns produced. Russell Wilson, first three years, 72 passing touchdowns, 20 rushing touchdowns for 92. Dak had 69 or has 69 touchdown passes, 72 for Russell Wilson, 18 rushing touchdowns, two fewer than Russell Wilson for 87. So the touchdowns are 92 to 87 in favor of Russell Wilson. Interceptions, Russell Wilson 26, Dak Prescott 25. It's almost identical, the production of the two quarterbacks the first three years in the league. Now the key for Dak, 
is to be able to step up as a pocket passer and be able to win football games like he did against the New York football giants yeah. on Sunday. Well, win playoff games. I think Russell and play, Wilson. Well, then that's the other Russell thing. Russell Wilson's yeah. had eight Having playoff, said that, yeah. and that brings us to the next topic yeah. is – Dak talked about it yesterday. The legacy that any quarterback has in this Especially league. Especially in this town. Is what you do in the postseason. Right. That's what Russell Wilson has been able to do. Oh, no. Next yeah. to Tom Brady, he's one of those guys. I think he's got eight of them playoff wins. You right. Know, if you look at it. So, yeah, it's, you know, and, and also the Super Bowl. And a lot has to do with that with Russell Wilson is he played with a team with an incredible defense. Right. You know, a Super Bowl winning defense. How many played. playoff wins did he have his first three years? Russell Wilson, I can find that here they got, real quick. I think they got bounced his first year. It, they, he went 1-1 one one his first year in they 2012. Went, went 0-1. Right. Super Bowl. Right. Right. And then 2013, they won the Super Bowl 3-0. and And then they lost in the Super Bowl the next year 2-1. and Overall, he's 8-4 and in the postseason yeah. as a quarterback. In the last uh, couple of times they've been in the playoffs, he's, gone, he's won one and lost one each time. Yeah. he's. I mean, he's building a Hall of Fame career. It, that's a – that's a high comparison to make. I mean, I know from the stats perspective, but again, it comes down to winning games. Dak said that yesterday. You know, he agreed with the reporter's question that your quarterback's defined by whether you win big in the playoffs. And, yeah. Um, but I always couch that a little bit because there's a lot of great quarterbacks in this league that never won a Super Bowl and some that never really got that close. You know, there's, there's no bigger team game in sports than football. There's none. I, I mean, I, I can't make an argument for another one. Because you, you, you rely – I mean, you've got guys that don't play one side of the football. And so, I, I don't know. But I, those, that's interesting. The stats are interesting. And I, and I think you make a good point, Bill, in that that's what the Cowboys feel about him. It's the time on task that he's had already. They've invested all this time in him. And he's gotten – they feel like he's gotten better. He's grown the intangibles. Some of the things he did the other day, I, I haven't seen throws like that from him before. Sure. They just think he's going to keep getting better, you know? Now, whether he can rise to that level, Russell Wilson, we'll see. And then, you know, they both came into the league starting games from day one. So, they, I mean, he's had uh, – Prescott uh, obviously has not missed a game. He started 48 games in three years. And Russell Wilson is, has started every game uh, in his career uh, so far. I was just looking down at Periscope. Somebody asked – why would we compare these quarterbacks to different quarterbacks? Are they different quarterbacks? Not really. No. I, I mean, but they, they compare. I mean, I'm just, I, I kind of consider them I – mean, the size is different, but are they the same type of quarterbacks? I, you know, I just look down, and again, these are people listening to our show. We just talked about quarterbacks that can extend plays. Yeah. I mean, that, they both can do that, you know. And, and Cowboys have faced other guys like that this season. You know, Deshaun Watson, Andrew Luck, Cam Newton, Alex Smith. There's a lot Marcus of court- Mariota. All right, Mariota. There's a lot of guys in the league that have done that. Yeah. So, no, I, th- I kind of think they're kind of the same guy. And, and even but, I mean, the, they're not the, the same. intangibles, too, as far as leadership goes yeah. and that sort of thing. Russell Wilson, a third-round pick. Dak. Dak Prescott, a fourth-round pick. Mm-hmm. Russell Wilson, I mean, it was a was a good college quarterback. Mm-hmm. It was got consideration. For, you know, I mean, he's had a, he's had a great career. I think there are very similar quarterbacks. I, 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 I'm, I'm an interesting – I'm just kind of looking at them and saying, well, no, this, this, people here are saying, why are you comparing them? They're not the same quarterback. I don't know. I respect 
fans' no, opinion, but I don't know how. I'm just, I'm just. These are yeah, folks who listen no, to our show, and they're just, yeah, wondering why we're talking about it. But I, 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 I think they are the same quarterback. I don't know how you read off those stats. And how no, I don't they either. Are and say yeah, they're yeah. not similar. You know. Yeah. People saying that Dak's not as accurate at this point in his career. <laughs> What's interesting is the stats say that he is accurate. Yeah. You know. Yeah. But we do see the missed throws, you know. Well, even, every quarterback has missed right. throws. You just don't see the other quarterbacks on a, 40 throws. You don't see every yeah. single throw yeah. from the other quarterback. Right. His, right. He, he's, he's completed 67.7% of his passes. Aaron Rodgers completed 62.3 this year. Tom Brady, 65.8. Russell Wilson in his career is 64.2%. Yeah. And Dak's over 60. I just looked at it. The highest that Russell Wilson has been in 2015, he completed 68% of his passes. But you look at him last year, it was 61%. And that was a product of what he had around sure. him last year. He sure. was, as we saw in that game uh, Christmas Eve last year, Right. I mean, the reason the Seahawks basically won that game was because of Russell Wilson. Absolutely. Making a play, Absolutely. the game, you know. Yeah. And yeah. He's 66.1% for his career. Dak is Dak. Yeah, yeah. So, see, that's where I, again these are folks. And then the other I yeah, listen to us, and I, I don't. That's why I don't agree with them. He doesn't yeah. complete the ball down the field. And last week it was thirteen, uh, thirty-two, yeah. thirty. Oh yeah, I got what the other touchdown pass was. The four touchdown passes were down the field. He could have had one to Amari deep. Two, yeah, but every two quarter, of them. But every quarterback has that. He had pressure. That was a bad. I mean, there was a couple. He got stepped on one of them. I know. I saw. I did. You know, your 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 third left guard is playing, and he gets driven back in, and he he brushes the plant leg of Dak. Dak can't really step in. I'm not making excuses for him, but Amari Cooper was open a couple of times. Those those have been two huge plays. And one of the one of the big differences, I think, and it's not big difference, but seen, it is a significant Russell Wilson difference. Throws is, too. is yards per attempt, yeah. and uh, Dak, I believe, is at seven point four for this year is what he wound up, and uh, uh, Wilson uh, is eight point one. And but Dak's first year, he was right around eight yards per attempt. Right. He was down last year to like six point eight, which was bad. Yeah, which was bad. Uh, yeah. yeah, and the critics. And he's will, back up yeah. this year. He split that in half at seven point four. Well, Russell Wilson in his career has hovered between seven point seven to eight point two. Last year, when he did not have a good team around him, yeah. it was down to seven point two. I mean, that's what happens with with quarterbacks. Same thing happened to Russell. The numbers Wilson. go down when you don't have as yeah. good a team around yeah. you. Yeah, you don't you don't block <laughs> for a guy, you don't catch the ball for a guy, you know, you don't run the ball for a guy. These quarterbacks look pretty ordinary. Although he did have a career high thirty four touchdown, matched his career high with thirty four touchdown passes last year. Yeah. And so that's that's where you're getting at where where I think last Sunday was a great experience for Dak when they did not have in their game plan the run threat and they had to win that game with him throwing the football. And that's at times that's what the last couple of years what Seattle's had to go to. And that's why this year they were adamant with hiring Brian Schottenheimer sure. is get back to that power running game. Yep. And the last eight weeks have we seen a more consistent Dak Prescott? Yes. Yeah. And what changed? Wait, I'll follow. What what changed? What do you mean? What? Why changed? was he more consistent the last eight games? I, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, some tell guy, me. Some guy named Amari Cooper. Sure. Uh, tight ends that grew up. Throw to the back and throw to the back. Yeah, I mean it's amazing. 
All right, when we come back on Talking Cowboys, how much did the change in the offensive line coach play a factor in what happened in the second half of this season? Talking Cowboys continues in a moment with more of your phone calls. If you're like me and you love... I mean, if you have a thing, then cutting the cord is scary. But then I found out I could switch to DirecTV now and still get the live sports I love. No satellite needed, no bulky hardware, no annual contract. Just get the live sports you love. Try DirecTV now for $10 a month for three months. Visit DirecTVNow.com. DirecTV Now. More for your thing. That's our thing. Use code REALDEAL. Limited time. Price for a little, little package. After three months, renews monthly at full price. Currently minimum $40 and less canceled. Prices may change. New subscribers only. Cancel any time. Content varies by package and may be limited. Restrictions apply. It's time for tailgating with the OtterBox boys. The OtterBox that builds those crazy protective phone cases? Yup. And now they're changing the side dish game with the OtterBox Trooper Soft Cooler. Lightweight, mobile, and leak-proof. Trooper is perfect for blitzing a crowded parking lot with a Frito pie. Amazing. Hey, you think I could fit my seven-layer salmon salad into the Trooper cooler? Yep, but please don't. And that's been tailgating with the OtterBox boys. Learn more about the Trooper soft coolers at OtterBox.com. While a player could look good on paper, it's when he's out on the field that you really find out what he's made of. That's why the Cowboys rely on more than just stats and scouting reports when building their team. When picking a tractor, it's why you should rely on more than just specs and features. You've got to take it out and put it to the test. The Cowboys did when they named John Deere their official tractor. Experience one for yourself. Visit myjohndeerdealer.com football. It can be hard to find the right resource for learning about important financial matters. You search how to build savings, you end up reading about the one weird ingredient from supermarkets that can make you taller. That's why Bank of America built BetterMoneyHabits.com, a safe little corner of the Internet for answering your financial questions. Full of simple videos and tips, Better Money Habits can show you how to make the most of your money without resorting to random searches that always seem to lead to unbelievable photos of childhood stars grown up. To learn more, visit BetterMoneyHabits.com. Essilor has been helping Cowboys fans see better since 1972 so they don't miss a moment on the field. Get glasses with Essilor's best vision, clarity, and protection with the Essilor Ultimate Lens Package. Three innovative technologies in one lens. For a limited time, you can double your lenses for free when you purchase the Essilor Ultimate Lens Package and get a second pair of frames. Find a participating eye care professional and details by visiting EssilorUSA.com. That's EssilorUSA.com. Terms and conditions apply. Back to Talking Cowboys. And if we're talking Cowboys, we're talking Get Jack Black. And you go to getjackblack.com slash cowboys to get your playmaker for JB Faves for $10. Free shipping when you use the code Cowboys. Go to getjackblack.com. You know, the other thing that's happened throughout this, uh, Cowboys turning the season around the second half of the year, I think it's been about that long since Mickey has had his copy for the Jack Black read. I think that has been a big plus. So we buy, yes. if, you, if you believe in jinxes or yeah, superstitions. superstitions, that uh, one of the keys to the Cowboys' success is the fact that Mickey's had to wing it <laughs> on Jack Black. Eight weeks of which, winging it, uh-huh. which means right. he's, so better, had, he's better at winging something than reading something. Mm. Or the team has been motivated by Bicky's reads he's, for Jack Black. No, he's had his more, back against the wall every time at 40 minutes after the show. They've got more Jack Black in that locker room. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. 
So I think he's kind of wandered over there and grabbed a bottle or two. <laughs> sounds like a bottle of something. Why should I have to order off for it? Yeah. I'll just go grab a <laughs> you said, Head into the shower who's, in who's, there. Who's got, that, who's got that locker right next to the shower area? That's where you just kind of hang out over there. Zach Martin. There you go. All right. You know where the Super Bowl is going to be played? Atlanta. I've got my reservations for Atlanta. I just got notification last night that they have been yeah. approved. I'm going to be in Atlanta. Mm, one way or another. One way or another because the game is, game on, is on CBS. CBS. That's I right. was wondering where that That's was That's right. Going. Tony Romo makes it to a Super Bowl this might, year on be, CBS. You might be well ahead of all of us then. Well, Good. we'll see. We're going to make an adjustment. If the Cowboys make it to Atlanta, yeah. I will be there for a longer stay, as it is right now. I'm Tuesday through Monday. Oh, there you so go. So that's a pretty long stay, actually. Wasn't All that right. Atlanta's first uh, time to host the Super Bowl when the Cowboys years got ago. there, 93? Yep. I was there. You were there. I was there. Yep. It's when the ticket started. Yes, that mm-hmm. was the, the kind of the first week. That's it was. I was I was actually a member of that team I, back then. I I know you were too. I was no, I was uh, <laughs> two months away. All right. Speaking of Atlanta, the reason I brought up Atlanta is because Adam is oh, in the, Atlanta and he horse. is next up on Talking Cowboys. <laughs> hey guys, how you doing this morning? Great, good. good. Yeah, nice segue. I appreciate that. You bet. That's Bill Jones, buddy. <laughs> yeah, we have a professional, professional broadcaster Bob Jones. with us. Bob Jones in Atlanta. <laughs> and hey, Bill, I will agree. You would be a great voice for big techs at the Texas State. There we go. Yeah. That's what I said. My, Thank yeah. you, sir. In my, past, in my past life, I was an age waiting birthday guest, sir. I used to travel state fairs, and my location was right under big techs. So I oh, heard wow. his voice really? for 30 days. All right. That's awesome. Um, question I have for you guys, you know, looking at the last matchup with these guys, kind of looking at the whole season, um, yeah, our special teams hasn't been the best like in past years. And a uh, field of position was huge in that, that first matchup. You know, what can we do on special teams? I mean, is it a personnel issue that we're not just, you know, getting down the field tackling quicker and, you know, getting better returns? Or is it just uh, an execution or scheme fit? It's a good question. Coach was talking about that yesterday. Yeah, wasn't he? that they they just haven't really created anything. No, or you know they just don't they don't have a lot of salty veterans on those coverage teams either. Yeah, they, their, they, their flyers don't. So that's a product of the young down. roster. Yeah, but they do miss. They do miss what he was talking about though. Coach was that the way, and I asked this question, you know, because. We see these guys, these kickers, consistently put the ball into the end zone, and and you get to a point in time where you're you're running. Okay, touchback. You're running. Touchback. You're running. Oh my gosh, they're bringing it out, mm-hmm. and you, you kind of catch yourself. Yeah. You kind of catch yourself. Oh my gosh, I got to play blocks. I've got to play, and I think that we don't have enough turno enough returns in the game anymore, where people are. Or good get enough, enough reps on it. Yeah, you get yeah. enough reps because you can't practice it during the year. Not full speed. You're not going to run down. I mean, the only uh, the special teams coaches will kick the ball short just to get a look at some of their guys. Yeah. But when you when you talk about okay, you have three kickoffs, and or four kickoffs and three of them are touchbacks, it's that one kickoff that all of a sudden you're like, oh my gosh, we're not getting off blocks, we're not hustling down there. You know, we got oh we got trapped. I think a lot of it has to do with the way now that you're not allowed to cover. You know, they don't let you have a running start. You have to kind of start. They kick the ball. Then you get to run. So you don't have that. You don't have that ability to go down there and attack the ball. 
like they, they like they once did. Opponents have 25 kickoff returns against the Cowboys this season. Cowboys have 13. Yeah. The entire year. Yeah. No, you do that. You put your arms out like yeah. that. Yeah. You put your arms like that. <laughs> we, ain't, we ain't taking it. Yeah. See, that's that's where that, you know, and, and okay, where did they rank? Mickey, do you have the rankings in front of them? I where can they, find it. I, every one of those, it seems like every kickoff that people have brought back has ended up at the 33-yard line mm-hmm. or the 34-yard line. That they're, they're averaging about an extra 10 mm. yards per where the ball, I, I'm sorry, I mean, that's something. Possession I, started. Yeah, I mean, it seems like that when they do have a kickoff return against them, you're, it's like, you're like, you hold your breath, like, oh, you know, you're ready for that guy to go busting through there. Yeah. And watch watch him say that they're ranked fifth in the league. <laughs> <laughs> but it just appears, though, yeah. hasn't it been that we're – and that's why you can see it when we ask Garrett the question. He's like, hey, we're just not running. Yeah, that was a good answer. Yeah, he gave a great answer. He, he, he just basically was – I thought he was really honest about it. He's like, we have got to run. We have got to get through blocks, and we've got to get to the football. We cannot – be hesitant running down there. We need to be able to run the football. Well, yeah, run to the ball, coach. That's what you said. You said run to the football. Tackling him and tackling him hard. There we go. Absolutely. There it is. Yeah, yeah. But that he was very, he was very, ta- you know, wasn't taken back by the question. He was very adamant that, hey, we're doing a horse bleep job of covering these kicks. So in kickoff return average, the Cowboys ranked twentieth. Okay. In in their, in their own, own return. Their own return. In their own returns. On defense, they rank 31st. There you go. Ryan Broderick. Hallelujah. Scout I side. got one right. Yeah. I mean, it seems like to me, every time they're running the ball back, you're just like, I'm like, oh, damn. Does it have an average starting position? I, for a kickoff? Yeah. I don't think I've gotten there yet. I just found punts. So punt yeah. return, the Cowboys. We're, we're punt terrible returns, that. 31st. Yeah, there we go. And then defensively, they're 16th. So yeah. better. Yeah. So kickoff returns 31st, punt returns 16th, uh, covering them. Yeah. Okay. Tavon had one fair catch in his return <clears throat> last week. Now, the one time that we had a punt return that actually worked out well was the Houston game. Yes, Tavon brought it back to midfield, really couldn't do it, you know. Gave him a chance to go Gave win the game. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. But th- this this special teams overall, and you can talk about the young guys and, and all that, and, and I, I'm not busting on anybody for using that as a reason. But you need to – somebody needs to make a damn play. Well, I mean, you have young you guys. You can't, yeah, but you can't but, have the ball being at the th- – you know, if – But I would – Get ar- the ball in the end zone. I would argue you've had young guys on special teams – Forever. Since the salary cap came in. Sure. Because that's how you fill out the back end of your roster. Yeah. You know, younger guys, draft picks, maybe later round guys, you know. Yeah. Your starters play less special teams than they did back in the day. Now, there's a few starters out there. There's a few. The Jeff Heath's of the world. Jeff Heath, yeah. There's you know, there's a few. Joe, like Joe Thomas. That's yeah. why he's here, right? Yeah, that's kinda, he's a veteran guy. But see, that's yeah. what that's why I I worry, I worry about okay if if in fact that we're you're not getting kicks, that's one less first down that teams are having to get. If you think about it, if they're if the ball's ending up at the 35 yard line, that's you know. That's just field position right there, and they just haven't done a very good job with that. And, and I, again, coach was very, coach was adamant about that. And you're facing Tyler Lockett this week, yeah. And he is a big play threat. Well, you hope you kick off game. seven times. That means you're really kicking their rears. And, yeah. You know, and if if he returns one of them back to oh, fine, but he's averaging 25.9 yards a kickoff return, uh, just 5.7 on punt returns yeah. this year. 
got to kick it away from him mm-hmm. on the punts. Mm-hmm. Don't let him. Don't let him bring the ball back. You know that's. Uh, but people have been asking about the special teams, and, and and that was our caller's question. He's absolutely right. Okay, we were talking about uh, the reasons, and everyone points to Amari Cooper first off as the reason for the turnaround at midseason. How much have, have you seen it when you study the offensive line? Uh, how big of an impact has the change in the offensive line coach made? You think? Or is oh it no, I think it's been good. I think it's been good. They, they've been they've been a more physical group up front. I think that's with you look at the way you know with with the runner and the way that he finishes runs, and you know you're getting. It, it, it's it's a far far different group than we, and I and I'm trust me I, I I'm one of those guys Paul Alexander I was like oh, okay okay but but you look at what Mark's come in and done and been able to to accomplish so far this is a totally looking different group looking the way that they come off the football and the way they get into people you know like Garrett says not always perfect but it but it that you could see you could see the difference. And just the physicality which these guys play. Now, uh, the holding calls and stuff like that. You now, some of that stuff is that's just technique work. That's Mark Colombo trying to say, okay, hey, get your hands inside. You know, Tyron Smith, right? You know, when those hands get outside. They're going to call that on him every time because when he gets his hands outside on somebody, he just dominates them. It's like they can't even get off. You know, so they they've you know they he's done a nice job with a group that doesn't have their starting center. Has kind of had some backups at left guard. You know, I was going to say, yeah, improved. continuity has been much a real benefit for this unit for years. And I mean, you go back to the start of training camp. I think Lyle Collins is the only one that started every game yeah. that from what you opened with. And yeah. that includes Travis Frederick before uh, the illness popped up. So, um, yeah, I mean, just for kind of fighting through it. And it hadn't been perfect. Obviously, we talked about the sack numbers. They're high. Um, but, you know, you got your leading rusher in the league. And, and they're still doing what they want to do first on offense, and a lot of that's the offensive line. So if I'm reading this kickoff analysis right, I never knew this was here. Myers kicked off 77 times. They've returned 25. And mm. it says here, opponent returns over 20 yards, 23. Ugh. And the Cowboys have nine. Mm. Yeah. Mm. yeah, there you go. Yeah. Run! Yeah, run faster. Run fast. Mm-hmm. Yeah, run faster. Don't be breaking down. Just yeah. You need Bill Bates. But again, <laughs> going back, I think it has something to do with the way they allow you to cover, and I think it's also the fact that, that you get into a rhythm that end zone, end zone, end zone, oh, wait, got to cover, and then now the ball's at the 32. I think one day they'll just throw it out, just not have it. No, I think they'll always have the kickoff return. Yeah? Because people, it's a chance to – it's a, it's your chance to maybe win a game with limited time. You know, maybe you could throw the ball. I mean, you, you can't take an element out. Yeah, what happens if you want to see what the XFL kick? does? Yeah, what Vince McMahon maybe, does? Maybe the XFL will set the trend for what <laughs> they do for going forward. <laughs> they'll tell them what they'll remember come when up they with. used to uh, have like a steal the bacon thing at the beginning of the game. Yeah, the XFL. yeah. So the very first game, a guy yeah. separated his shoulder. Yeah, like one of the guys went in for the ball and he got a he got a separated shoulder. Mm. Yeah, and then so they, they steal the bacon. Yeah, they put the ball in the middle. Ball in the middle of the field, and then two guys just run at the ball, and whoever gets the ball. It's like dodgeball, you know, and you go to the middle and you try and get the ball. That's kind of what they had a dodgeball rule, 
Yeah, Whoever no. recovers it gets the ball, yeah. gets possession. Instead of flipping yeah. a coin. And yeah. They did that on each possession or just beginning just of the beginning game? Just beginning of the game, game. Yeah. instead of a coin flip. Right. Yeah. Right. In, the very first, right. in the very first game, a guy separated his shoulder. How tricked up is that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was a pretty tricked up league, and it's coming soon <laughs> to a Globe Life Park near you next year. Did you play dodgeball in elementary school? Yeah. Kids play it now Who on did? trampolines. And you had to run to get to the ball first. Yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah. Me right. and my collisions. best friends had to go up against each other. <laughs> and I got there just before he did, and he tripped on the ball. Oh, yeah. Hit his head on the ground. Yeah. Almost knocked himself. Yeah. <laughs> I've seen some massive collisions playing dodgeball. Isn't it funny how Mickey turned that story around to make it sound like the other kid did that? Right. Yeah. That, Mickey, right. that Mickey was the one. That <laughs> what? <had> my fault. <laughs> Mickey was the one who actually tripped was, on the ball. Yeah, I was yeah. faster. <laughs> Yeah, but Sorry, we were playing in, indoors <laughs> on like tile floor or whatever. Yeah. It wasn't outside. You didn't play in a gym. Time for Mickey's minute. Somehow we, we brought we this about back. a minute or so it's left for the show. For yep. We had a rec room. We didn't have yeah. a gym in elementary school. Keep going. That's it. That's the end of the story. What year was it? <laughs> what year? Yeah, like nineteen sixty. Early sixties. Yeah. yeah. Well, the Cowboys are in existence yeah. then. Yeah. So that's. Yeah. They're yep. trying trying to get in the playoffs. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Off the Tracks. Yeah. With, uh, <laughs> now, I bet I was in junior high by the yeah. time they got in the playoffs. Yeah. Did we do this on this show, uh, pick uh, who we think is going to be in the Super Bowl? Yeah, we did. You wrote them all down. I had Jacksonville, Minnesota. That shows you what I know. No, no, I'm talking after the reg- – like this week. Oh, we, we haven't, haven't done no, that this no, week. No, not no, done like that. re-rack it. We'll and... play tomorrow, right? I mean, don't we have a show tomorrow? Yeah, we got Yes, we do. You want to do that we tomorrow? Have it in yeah, your let's do that book from the beginning of the season. Yeah, I know. I, I know. I picked Jacksonville and, and Minnesota, so that's a big two L's for me. Let's see if I got it written down in here. I think we had all the playoff the teams. I had. I know. I had. Well, if I did the same on this show that I did on CBS, I had New England and Green Bay in the Super Bowl. There you go. Yeah. New England beating Green Bay. I believe I had the oh. Saints and Steelers. I don't. Yeah, you did. did. You did. I had New England and Minnesota. You wrote that down one day, Steelers. Bill. So we all were wrong. Yeah. I know. Saints still have a chance. Steelers, yeah. Steelers don't. Well, they did half. Jacksonville and, and, and Minnesota have a chance for good draft picks. Maybe. Yeah. Well, not Minnesota. They're kind of picking in the middle of the draft. Uh, who did you have, Rob? Pats and Vikings. I want to see who we had as division winners. I think you need to find that, Bill. I, I had the Cowboys. Okay, that'll be what I do yeah. the, for the do next that 24 one. hours, try to figure out what we picked. That will be good. Cowboys 10-6. Yeah. and six. We went by division, too. We picked division champs. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I think I picked Philly. I think I did. I th- I picked Dallas, I guess, because I, I picked, picked them 11-5. I, I picked Dallas 9-7, and seven, no playoffs, I think is what I did. Mm. So you had 11-5? 10-6. and 10-6? and six. Yeah. What'd you have? I had nine and seven, I think. Jump around. There it is, Kent. Kent, send it to the stadium. Call Corey. Can we steal that from the college game for Saturday night? Why not? Seahawks stole the great high song, man. It is. That is good. And it happens in the end zone at LSU. So you got to get the people above the bunkers in that first level to start jumping up and down. There you go. That'd be good. I like that. Make sure you wear your white. That's yep. all we ask. See a bunch of all grown right. ups jumping up and down. And maybe Mickey can lead it. Yeah. yeah. God, I would Let me go up there that. on top we'll put, of the bunker, right? We'll put him on top of the, the kettle. Turn the kettle over and have him jumping up and down on the kettle. <laughs> you could be in the kettle. In How the, about in the kettle? We can't in see, the we kettle. Can't see him. And if I jump, all you'll see is my head. Yeah. You'll see the hand. It'll be like Jack in the Box. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's Mickey.
Come on, Mickey, do it. Let's do it. There you go. All right. All right. All right. We'll talk at you tomorrow. See ya. <laughs> this has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about you, Cowboys?